It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Jen has a question for you, and um, you okay with taking one more? Let's do it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. She had asked if she could come on and talk with you, so I'll ask her initial question, and then if it's okay with you, she'd like to come on. Okay. Okay. All right. So she says, what do you do when a deeply rooted issue you thought you were past suddenly starts triggering you very actively and you're suddenly having to figure out what the root issue is after all? And with that, before you launch into that, I'm going to go ahead and get her queued up to to bring her on here because you may have a few extra questions here. Okay. So uh, this is a very common thing, first of all, that happens, Jen. Uh, everybody's had this experience at least once. And that is two years ago, they were working on something. They were convinced they healed that all up, whatever that was. And then we act like it's all healed up. And then two years later, there it is again. This happens a lot. So, that's first. This is there's nothing unusual about this. Um, it might be unusual for you because maybe this is the first time this has happened for you. But in general, there's nothing unusual about it. I see it all the time. I've seen it over the years of teaching and supporting others. And and as I said, um, pretty much everybody has had this experience at least once, where they thought they resolved something. And then a year or two or three later, somehow, some way it resurfaces. And it usually shocks them. And I can tell you with most people, they sometimes get angry because they were so convinced. And of course, what happens in that experience is that it was their ego that convinced them that they completed this. It was their ego that convinced them that they healed this. And now this is not to make anybody's ego wrong, far from it. Rather, this is to better understand the ego and why the ego does what it does. So the ego ultimately doesn't really want you to heal anything. And it's not that it doesn't really want you to heal anything. What it really doesn't want is the forward movement that it's going to take in order to heal something. The ego gets really attached to status quo. And so when the ego become somewhat tricky or very smart and everybody's ego to some degree over time until you start to really teach your ego properly, um, the ego can become very smart and clever and meaning it gets all kinds of tricks that it rolls up its sleeve and every now and again, it throws down one of those tricks to see if you can be tricked again, to be tricked, to get you to stop, to get you to stop in this case, going the distance to heal up the issue. Because if you were to heal up the issue, full on. So you go the whole distance and you complete the healing to where, like I used the, my own, one of my own personal stories when I was a young man, when I completed that, 
it never returned. And I can speak from experience because from that time to this, decades have now passed. It's never returned. It's over, right? But leading up to that, I had moments too where I thought I had completed it. And I even had people in my life tell me that I had completed it. But clearly, I did not complete it, you see. So that at that time, that was my ego. That was my ego influencing me. In all fairness to, to me, back in those days, I didn't know um, 80% of what I know about the ego today. But nonetheless, it was my ego doing exactly what it knows how to do, thinking that was the right thing to do as a way to make, sh make sure we maintain the status quo. So the same thing here, the ego comes into play, convinces us that we are more resolved than what we really are. That means maybe we did move towards the healing of that issue, and maybe we got up to 85%. And then we stopped thinking that we arrived. That means we got 15% left, which means now if that 15% that's left on that issue is left to just sit there, it's like a weed in your garden. If you leave the weed in your, so if you have a bunch of weeds in your garden and you clear out 85% of the weeds and you leave 15% of the weeds, maybe they're hidden in there and now you're convinced as the gardener, you've cleaned out all your weeds. Well, you already know what I'm going to say next. As long as those weeds go unchecked, because we're convinced that all the weeds have been removed. It's just a question of time. The weeds are going to take over that garden again. And so the same thing here with the issue, that if we get to, say, even 85% of clearing that issue, we leave 15%. In other words, we did not go the distance. We did not complete it. We did not end it. Then not only is that 15% still there, but that 15% can actually grow back to maybe 27% because now it's allowed to grow like a weed in the garden. It's allowed to sprout. It's allowed to expand because we've removed all of our attention from it. We put our attention elsewhere because again, we've now been convinced that that issue has been cleared. Uh, so uh, Mickey, is there another question in there or is there, or was that a two-part question that Jen gave? <laughs> Jen, I think you're on here with us, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Jen. So do you have another question to that? So I guess then I would just want to know what you suggest to do to to start working through that like deeply rooted issue that I thought was resolved. And apparently it's rearing its ugly head, making me feel like I don't like all the hard work that I did wasn't even completed. Like what, what should, what are my next steps? Okay. So the first step is, is to, if you can do this, to give yourself permission to cut yourself some slack. So, cause what I just heard you say, there's a lot of shoulding going on here where, you know, I should have completed that. And or you're holding yourself in judgment for not having completed it now that it's showing, as, as you said, kind of its ugly head right now again. So if you can give yourself permission just to cut yourself some slack, and while you're cutting yourself some slack, if you can also give yourself permission to cut yourself, to cut the process some slack. 
the fact that it's made itself known to you, this in itself could be viewed as a golden opportunity, transformationally wise. Because this could have stayed hidden for, uh, from you for the next five years of your life. So the fact that it makes itself known to you, and even though it might kind of look ugly right now, but the fact that it's making itself known to you, this now becomes the starting point to really going the distance, Jen. Because until you see it, until you see it, you cannot clear it. Until you see it, you cannot resolve it. So that's why I say this could be a, just an absolute golden opportunity. Because now you do see it. Now, you might not like what you're seeing, but you can now see it. So if you can, again, give yourself permission to cut yourself some slack and be aware of whether you're getting hard on yourself for still having this issue or getting hard on the issue itself. Because if you're being hard on you and or possibly being hard on the issue, that is not going to help you resolve this at all. In fact, that's going to actually strengthen the issue. So moving forward, and and I say, and th this is something that often challenges a lot of people. Because they've already, the way they view this thing, that number one, they don't like it. It doesn't look good. doesn't feel good. In fact, they sometimes have choice words in how they describe these issues that are now revealing themselves to that person. And so while they're doing that, what they don't, what they're not aware of, they're literally making this thing bad and wrong. And when we make this thing bad and wrong, we don't even have a chance to heal it. And again, we want to be mindful of this because if we are making it bad or wrong, um, then that's a way to actually help the issue itself to become stronger. When in fact, if we're going to heal this, we want to do something that does the complete reverse. In other words, instead of making it stronger, we need to make it weaker and then eventually have it be where it completely dissipates. And it dissipates because we've resolved it. How do we resolve it once we spot it? So what, what healing method do you use? What healing modality do you use when it comes to healing yourself, Jen? Um, a lot of kind of thinking it out, thinking it through, pro processing it kind of within myself. But then I also usually do a lot of like therapeutic conversations with my mom. Yeah. She's so smart and she knows so much of your work that she usually ends up ha helping me to see a side of it that I'm not seeing um, that's yeah. more transformational. Yes. Um, than just as if I was talking to one of my girlfriends who has a different non-transformational viewpoint. Okay. Well, that's good. That's really helpful then, right? So, but in this case, this is one aspect that you clearly want to keep on using, but there's another aspect that would help you go even deeper into this issue because that's part of what you're being called to do is to go deeper into the issue. The issue itself is made up of emotional energy. And within that emotional energy are thought patterns, thought forms, 
images, old memories, and so on. And so those thought forms uh, or those memories, uh, this is where we can kind of talk it through, where we have somebody such as, as you said, you know, your wonderful mother, where you can talk it through with her, where she can maybe give you another perspective, uh, given all that she's been learning over the last little while. And that can be really transformational uh, or support in your transformational journey big time. So, but ideally, if you're going to go the distance, um, the next level would be is to drop into it. To drop into it, you've got to take a deeper dive into this issue. And again, at the core, at the root, the root is going to be emotional energy. So that emotional energy is going to be made up of things like fear. And from fear, then it's going to branch off into other areas. It could branch off into anger, sadness, apathy, and jealousy, and so on. But at the root of that pocket of emotion that this issue is sitting in, there's going to be some kind of a fear. And that fear, as you take a deeper dive into it by really letting yourself feel into it, because again, if I'm going to clear something emotional or on an emotional level, part of what I've got to get good at is being able to feel into it and feel my way through it and let that emotion, little by little, slowly but surely, come into my physical awareness. And then I've got to be willing to feel that emotion. That's what ultimately has that emotion start to resolve and release. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And and it makes sense what you were saying because I I've been it I've been getting very easily activated by these issues and that's not really how I usually am these days. So I instantly saw that it was there was a bigger pro like a deeper seated problem because I don't get that activated anymore by things. So it was shocking and kind of concerning. Yeah, so it's showing you that um, even though you've gone through a period where you weren't getting that activated, but, you know, even everybody on today's broadcast, I'm sure, could really relate that, I mean, they're getting activated left, right, and center these days. Everybody is. So that's really unusual to hear somebody say that they haven't been get, get, getting all that activated lately because of what's going on on the planet right now. And and more specifically, where we're to be going with this, we are to be ultimately healing ourselves uh, for the purpose of becoming more of our true self in physical form. So this whole idea of healing or transforming on the deeper levels, it's going to be through the act of not just thinking our way through or uh, having real good transformational conversations as we're going through, but to get more into the feeling state, to get more uh, deeper into that issue where these types of feelings are not going to feel very good. You know, and maybe, I don't know if your mom has shared this with you or not, but the last experience she had, I'm not going to talk about it on air here, but she might share it with you, where, I mean, she had some very intense emotion come up for her. And that was hanging around her for a good few days. So in other words, this became quite a process for her. And then there were a couple of times where, you know, we were in some kind of a business meeting or in a business call. And it was clear that 
no point going into the business call until uh, she gets some help to process through this stuff. Because when that stuff gets activated, and again, it's it's emotional. When it gets activated, it has the potential to literally, no, temporarily, mind you, but to temporarily block your ability to be able to think through things because you're at a deeper level. You're at a deeper level inside yourself. And it's, again, where this feeler exists with inside you, which has to do with your inner child slash your subconscious. And so it's when, when this material comes up, and again, you can ask your mom about this and maybe she'll share what this last experience was like for her a couple of weeks back. And, but more specifically that, you know, what it was like for her in this case, when I stepped in and processed her through a couple of times, not just in one conversation, but in a couple of different times where we were to be meeting about business and we ended up going there instead, because that was the right thing to do in that moment. And then uniquely enough, as we process that out, that layer, and as I often say to anybody that I help process or any of our coaches when they're helping their clients process, right? This is just a layer to never get caught up in this thing like, ah, I've arrived, I'm done, right? Because whenever we do that, that in itself, that in itself strongly suggests that we're not as done as we think because when we are really done, you don't have to say you're done. When you are done, you end up having a visceral experience that alters your reality in the way that you live your life. That becomes your confirmation. That becomes your validation that you are done versus the person who says, I'm done. And then a week later, they get sick again. They're not done. And the fact that they have to announce it out loud that in itself could be a trick. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. I'm saying just be aware of what comes out of your mouth and learn because again, you remember you've got that ego in there and not that your ego is bad. That's not the message here at all, but you've got that ego, that smart, clever ego that can trick you. And more specifically, it can trick you when you don't even know you're even being tricked. And so yeah, when, when you said that, it made a lot of sense when you said that the ego is the one that makes you think that I was, it clicked for me. I was like, yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, and then to be able to catch that without making it wrong or beating it up, but to be able to catch it and almost catch it in a way like with, like what you just did, like with a little bit of fascination with a light heart, like you, like you had a little laugh there, right? That's how we want to catch these things. So we catch them and kind of get a little chuckle out of them. Like, look at that. Look at how that happened. That's kind of funny, right? And because, first of all, it's real and you're acknowledging the truth. Uh, you're owning up to it in that, you know, 30 seconds of doing that. But you're also, uh, instead of getting hard on your ego or hard on yourself or hard on the process, you're you're just kind of being light with it. Recognizing that you are processing recognizing that it is processing through you. And so lastly, I would say to this that, uh, and again, you can speak to your mom about this as well, but you know, you might want to take the time to learn more about the transcovery process. You might want to take the time to 
find out about the, some of the tools that we've now developed that can help you to transcover on your own. Because when you get activated, there is no better time to be doing transcovery work when we're activated. There's no better time. That's when the energy is fully active. Like you want to talk about the energy coming online when we're activated. It's just most people don't understand what it's like to be activated, let alone what to actually do with their activated with their activated activated energy in a positive, constructive, uh, productive way. So um, that would be the last thing here for you, just to kind of emphasize. And whatever tool that you might already know, you know, we have a handful of tools now for everybody. And you know, just stay in the conversation with your mom. She'll let you know whatever that might be. Uh, she's got a real good eye now for this and a real good sense for this now, given that she's been so immersed in it over the last few years. And so there's a real good chance that she'll be able to make just a great recommendation for you around perhaps what to do next or what to use next as that tool or the tool that maybe to go back and use again as a way to support you in your journey of um, resolving this once and for all. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, she recommended the inner child um, meditation. So I'm, I went on the site and checked that out. So. Oh, very good. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, but again, once you get into your issue, your issue has its own energy. And once you start to connect with you, and this is why it's so important to not beat it up, make it wrong, um, should all over it. Um, because when you do that, then, then you block the channel. But when you go to it with more of an open mind and an open heart, and you recognize that this is your issue, and it'll continue being your issue until you resolve it. Now, you're possibly going to need the help of somebody else to help you resolve it. Absolutely. There are a lot of people that will attest to that. They need the help from somebody else, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's quite wise to go and reach out for some help when you need that kind of help. Uh, but nonetheless, it's still your issue, which means you're the one who gets full re gets the full responsibility to completely heal it, to totally resolve it. So however long that takes, whatever it takes, you are the one who gets full responsibility for that. That's your issue. Yeah, in other words, you don't have the responsibility to heal somebody else's issue. That you get full responsibility from that of your own higher self, from that of God, from that of the divine, when it comes to the healing of your issues, your dynamics, your lower energy patterns, and so on, whatever those might be. And so with that, um, you also get the support. As you become ready and as you become willing to take this on, uh, on behalf of your own healing, the support is here. The support is here to um, help to empower you so that you can really own up to that responsibility and take on that personal responsibility really well and ultimately become very productive, again, in the name of your own transformational healing experience. So, does that help, Jen? It does. Thank you. I'm going to start working on that. Awesome. Way to go. And you're welcome. <laughs>
Awesome. And, you know, I just want to mention too, that that transcovery piece that Del was talking about is built into each one of the meditations. So for Jen and for anybody who's listening, who isn't aware of that, uh, that's one of the greatest things about you know, like the example of the inner child meditation. It has that uh, clearing piece of the transcovery process in it, as do any of the meditations. So we also do have a straight transcovery meditation um, that is more specific just to the clearing. So that's a great one as well. But just wanted to clarify that and mention that because any one of those would be a great tool. Yeah, absolutely. And also to change it up, right? Yeah. To change it up, I mean, I'm sure we're not going to do this, but if we opened up the lines right now, everybody would have something to say about this. They have a handful of our meditations and it just, it changes it up yeah. from month to month or whatever frequency you want to get yourself on to where you're maybe using the inner child, you know, over the next couple of weeks and, or even over the next month and the next month, maybe you use another one of the meditations that has a very different theme. Um, that the, the bottom line is they all help and they all contribute and they all complement, meaning they complement each other uh, over time. And, um, and in conjunction with, we even have a, uh, our transcovery audio course too. Yes. True. That'll really help you to better understand the transcovery process. And we get a lot of feedback on that. When people start to understand the transcovery process and how it was designed and what it was designed for and how to utilize it. I mean, that that in itself, we hear it over and over again from people who really learn more about the transcovery process, not just put themselves through the transcovery process, but literally take the time to learn about it. Uh, that it helps them to then drop even deeper to when they're actually transcovering. So it makes their process even richer and in some cases uh, more potent or more powerful transformationally wise. So, Yeah, very, very true. Look at this. I just got flooded with sunlight. I don't know what's going on here, but... <laughs> I see that. Lucky you. Oh, wow. I look ethereal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to Jen for coming on and for the great questions. Yes. No, that was, that was great. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.